Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Navigation system. Please say a command. On. Ignition. Powered. Seatbelts. Fastened. Shift. Drive. Twin City sports fans, hold on tight. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, this is The Ride with Royce. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. And he got him to chase up. Went out of the strike zone up and strikes him out swinging. He got him. Strikes out the Toronto catcher. And a cut the miss. They get him on strikes on the split. So the tenth strikeout of the night for Jake Odorizzi. Jake Odorizzi is the new Twins uh, starting pitcher. The uh, Chris Archer would have cost them more than uh, you could have given him Nick Gordon. You could have given him Max Kepler. And you could have given him Steven Gonsalves, and you still wouldn't have gotten him. Uh, and they end up getting uh, Jake Odorizzi for Jermaine Palacios, who is uh, had a really good year split between Cedar Rapids and Fort Myers. Derek Falvey was asked Saturday uh, or Sunday and said he thinks he's going to be a big leaguer. But their number one rated prospect is Royce Lewis. Their number two rated prospect is Nick Gordon. And their number five rated prospect prospect is Wander Javier, who's a kid out of the Dominican. But those guys are all uh, shortstops, too. So uh, I I think they did good. What about you boys? Uh, I like the move. I just would have liked them to have gotten a potential number. And I know they weren't going to get you, Darvish. I, I guess... It's okay. It's a, it it raises the the water level of the entire pitching staff, so I'm fine with it. He's just, but he's just a guy. He's another. He's a a slight upgrade of uh, Kyle Gibson, in he's, my opinion. He's Kyle Gibson if Kyle Gibson. When it, he's, he's Kyle Gibson, the way Kyle Gibson was the last half of yeah, last yes, year, not yeah. not the not the he's first. Never half. been as rotten as Kyle Gibson. He he will be your opening day starter, by the way, over Barrios. Yes, because they want to set it up so Barrios can pitch in Puerto Rico when they go there. Ah, so, uh, okay. So it looks like a Barrios will pitch game three. Plus, Mahler but, says he's going with a four-man staff for the first month of the season? Uh, for a while, certainly, yeah. He's uh, probably going to go with four-man and uh, not really have have Irv miss that many starts. So I, I like it. He's... Uh, it's funny that he only throws like 91, 92, but he gets a lot of uh, his strikeouts on a high fastball because he gets people looking down, 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 and then uh, 
and throws it up. Now, last year he was a little more wild. He had back problems during the year and uh, only pitched 143 innings. His three years before that, it were pretty dang good. And uh, it, I, th- I think it's a good pickup considering the price. $6.3 million. Uh, and he's he'll be arbitration eligible again next year. He and the Rays uh, went to arbitration two years in a row, and he beat them two years in a row. And I was talking to Mark Topkin, who uh, Manny and I talked to on Monday, who told us, by the way, uh, right, Manny, that they could get Oda Rizzi, but they weren't going to get uh, yeah. they weren't going to get Chris Archer. So. Yeah, he basically said the Rays are they're not going to trade Chris Archer, which is but, interesting. Uh, the Rays also were trying to figure out how to get rid of another ten million off their payroll. So this. So why? Is, why? I, I guess I, I missed the interview. I was out of town, but but why then? Why are, why are they hanging on to him? Because clearly you're not going to contend for an American League East title. They with, got him for four years, and, and they think two. they think that uh, they they just think they would have to get. Listen, do you want to give him more than Kepler, Gordon, and Gonsalves? No, I do not. I'm I'm glad that they didn't go that road. I'll be honest. But uh, they they would. Hey, he said they would. It's not like they will not trade Chris Archer, but you would have, you have to, to blow him away. You would have to just about blow him away. I mean, you would have to blow him sure. away. And they got him. There's no urgency because they got him for four more years. So. But with another, they have other guys that they were looking to move too. I know the the closers at Columbine or whatever his name yeah, is, Columbine. And then the, yeah. uh, there was another piece too. But I'm, I'm just guessing well, if you're the Rays at this released, point, they DFA'd uh, Chris Dickerson. Dickerson. Yeah, I, he was making five point nine million. And they brought in C.J. Crone from the Angels, who's making 2-3, and they're hoping that they can trade Dickerson in the next 10 days. But, boy, you announce on, what, two weeks ago that you're all in on this new stadium plan over for Ybor City or whatever it is, area of Tampa, $800 million, most of which would be public money. And then you turn around and uh, start dismantling your team. That takes a lot of chutzpah right there, doesn't it? I would think race? so. And you never know like what direction they're going to go because they just they always seem like they're rebuilding every year. I mean, they haven't they've, been, they've they have gotten this... rid of they've gotten rid of like eight or nine guys the left as free agents, you know. And I, they got rid of Longoria. I know Longoria the other day had some comments, or it might even been like a week or so ago, where he had some comments where he was just like, "Yeah, I don't know what they're doing over there right now." Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, but Odorizzi uh, was uh, did a little interview with us down there. There was he was he seemed like a nice fella. I asked if he was a surprise. Of course, we we asked him the surprise question to start off. He said, "I wouldn't say it was a surprise <laughs> to get traded here." He says it just got drawn out for a variety of reasons. One of them was the arbitration hearing, uh, and he uh, you know he said. Uh, it's nice to get traded when you're in Port Charlotte. You can just drive right down here. Uh, and he also, uh, he basically he's hinted at the same thing, that uh, he said, I'm, I'm gone now. He, it was, he didn't say it with any bitterness, but he did say uh, it, it's just kind of the way that things work there. You, uh, you know, you, you're, you're there for three or four years, but you kind of know that you're going to move on. And he says, I'm gone now. And uh, I got a lot of, left a lot of friends. He and Archer, apparently the best of friends. So Yeah, I saw him. I saw Archer post about that on Twitter uh, right after the trade was announced. Yeah, and he, you know, gave long quotes about uh, how much it, it's funny that on Saturday morning, there was a story, I think, that maybe it may have even been Saturday afternoon on Archer saying he thought they could have the best rotation in the American League, and then Odorizzi gets traded. We were out having dinner on uh, Saturday night, uh, Phil Miller and a couple of other, three, four other reporters, and uh, 
Wetmore was with us, too, and all of a sudden Wetmore flashes his phone about 9.40 and uh, report, it is being reported uh, night that uh, the twins have acquired an od- 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 odoriza. So, ophthalmologist. Uh, ophthalmologist, <laughs> odoriza. So when Irv is healthy, you go Irv into odorizzi into Berrios? Uh, probably with the other way. Gibby? Berrios, Berrios is your second best picture. Gibby, and then uh, the fifth, uh, they're hoping that... Uh, you know, Phil Hughes is back, but I don't think there's a whole lot of optimism. Uh, if if he's he's probably because he's still due twenty six million, Oof. they're probably going to try to see if he can pitch. But uh, he he told me that uh, if if there's still a problem, he's no more surgeries. He's had his two surgeries. He said so. It'll be. Uh, It'll be interesting what they. What about your What about your guy, 195 pound Adalberto Mejia? What about uh, his? Yeah, I think he'll probably be the four starter. Although uh, he doesn't look, he doesn't. Let's put it this way: he doesn't look any worse than he did last year. Is that a compliment? He didn't gain any. Okay. He didn't gain any. We'll take that. Can't be said about uh, a certain third baseman who uh, who uh, looks Uh uh, looks gigantic, Uh but. He was taking BP today and killing people over in the that office park behind the fence. He was just I saw murdering BP. I saw pitching. Phil Miller's tweet in which he said, "I can't even record these fast enough because he was launching them out of the park yeah. left and right." Yeah, I'd say he's. Uh, somebody told me two ninety, and I think that's probably a low estimate. I, I don't know how high uh, he's wow. been, but they're giving him the excuse that because of the the surgery, the leg thing. He really wasn't able to work out much in the off season, but it's, it's the fact he didn't have surgery never prevented him from not working out in the, in the off season. And I mean, he's just a. I don't know. You'd sure hate to let him go and then have him figure it out, wouldn't you? Yes, that's the risk yeah. that you're going to end up running with uh, with a guy like Miguel. But you're not, uh, you know, I, I I don't know if he's ever going to figure it out or not. Meanwhile, Major League Baseball is doing a disservice to everybody. Him, the young woman back in Minnesota, the game itself. They told the Twins... When I was down here in January, the Twins basically were expecting to hear before opening, before the opening, before position players reported to camp, meaning today, right, right? or yesterday, expecting to hear if there was going to be any discipline against Miguel Sano because of the accusation of uh, uh, whatever I wouldn't call it assault, but whatever it was, sexual badgering i guess uh there was some physical according to the woman there was some physical contact but they he said yesterday that they haven't even talked to him yet so what the hell are they doing what are they doing i don't know i don't know what's going on but you know it's not fair to anybody it's not fair to her it's not fair to him it's not it sure as hell not fair to the twins is it well, especially with something of this significance in this current climate in which we live, you would think that they would have taken action almost immediately in that regard. Well, they got to talk to, you know, people and witnesses, but uh, I don't know if uh, she's become more reluctant or uh, what what's going on. But he, you know, or if he's maybe he's not telling us the truth, but he said they haven't talked to him, so. He's not exactly been loquacious on the subject, but uh, he said they hadn't talked to him yet, so. Uh, which is kind of uh, puts a team in a situation of uh, how do you 
how do you plan for the season if you get to the right. middle of March and you still don't have a verdict? Huh? Right. I don't. I don't know. But uh, spring training. They've spent. By the way, everybody likes to complain about the cheap pull ads, and I, I know they say, "Oh, they should have gotten an ace. They should go get Lynn, or they should get one of those guys." They have spent twenty-one million dollars for four pitchers now. Uh, I mean, for this for this year, Odorizzi has helped the starting rotation. He'll help it quite a bit. And then you got Rodney, and you got Reed, and you got uh, Duke in the bullpen. So they've—I uh, think the bullpen could be pretty good. And you know, overall, the, the the pitching staff has gotten better since they they lost to the Yankees in the wild card last year. Yes, and uh, Irv uh, Irv is around here. He's still got a little brace on that finger, but uh, he said. I love the quote, by the way. Did you see the quote? I think it was, uh, was it Campbell yeah. from the AP? Asked him, uh, what did they do? Was, I don't know, I was asleep. Sleep, yeah, when they had the surgery. <laughs> he had himself sedated. So, And he also was uh, sort of offered the excuse that perhaps that was the reason he couldn't throw strikes against the Yankees last week and last year. And he said, well, it was pain. I had some pain, but I had to pain the whole last month. And his last four starts, his ERA was one nine zero. So he wasn't offering that up as an excuse. Well, that's so. good. All right. We shall return. Major League Baseball strikes again with some more genius uh, rules making uh, to uh, uh, improve the game. Every time they improve the game, they make it worse. Let's see, what have our boys in Major League Baseball done here? The, they, uh, what, seven, eight years ago, they started with replay. If it was a home run, you could look, right? Yep. To see whether it was a home run or yep. not. Yeah. Very good rule. Outstanding. Let's see, you know, the, those walls are a long way up there. Some of them got lines. The foul lines, if the ball's so high, you can't tell it. Very good rule. Also, the last time they didn't mess up, right? When they put in one of these new rules sure we got the uh we got the you can't run over the catcher at home plate rule right because of buster posey getting hurt yeah yep. buster posey you're getting hurt so you could have a guy out by 30 feet and if the catcher reached over and they decided his foot was in front of the plate they could call him safe we we had to we 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 had to figure that one out, right? That Nothing one, will beat Robin Ventura's meltdown when they yes, the guy was yes. out by 45 feet and then they ruled they him, called safe. him safe. Yeah, so they, they screwed that one up. Yeah. Then we had the rolling block at second base. So The Chase Utley rule, right? Yeah, the Chase Utley rule. So now then we started having games decided when there was a guy out at, on a double play by 25 feet. or No, no, when a guy was safe at first base. And uh, and somehow they decided that the runner had ticked the uniform of the guy coming over second base, right? Yep. We had that one. They screwed that one up. Then we had replay of all kinds. Well, you can okay, you can have the challenge. We can, then we had the challenge system, right? The challenge system. This was gonna this was gonna eliminate the grievous screw ups, right? Okay. When somebody really made a mistake, it would give the managers a chance to overturn it. And then we ended up with guys sliding back into first base and having their cleat come three centimeters off the bag and having the glove on them and calling them out yep. and sending the Chicago Cubs to the World Series, right? Yes. Basically, yes. that gets the Cubs to the World Series because the guys spike 
Or, or was that this year that the Washington got eliminated? The that spike was two, two years, years ago, ago when the yeah. spike came two inches off the base and the Nats got beat. You're and, missing uh, one key key component, though, of the replay being instituted for everything, and that is when every time there's a bang-bang play at first base, we have to go to Joe Vavra on the phone yes. in the oh, dugout, yes. you know, <laughs> waiting yes, for right. the thumbs up wait. or the thumbs down. And, yeah, the thumbs up or the thumbs down. And they they got to be done in 30. they got to appeal in 30 seconds unless they don't. That's right. <laughs> unless they take four minutes. Okay. We got that one, too. We got that one. So now we're going to get the pitch clock, right? We're going to do the Manford's going to crack down on these guys and make them throw them. The one thing that could maybe speed up baseball uh, would be a pitch clock. Nope. The players talked about it, that one. There's no pitch clock. What the speed up rules are, are there can only be six meetings at home plate. Now this, this I mean, at the pitcher's mound. And this includes visits by the catcher or the manager or the pitching coach. Six per team per game. Or, now here's the good part. The players can't come in and consult with the pitcher either. So how many times? But but if it's just the routine throw the ball around, the 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 third baseman can come in and apparently it's umpire's discretion. How many times will Guardy get thrown out of the game? Oh yeah, this year arguing that that was a visit. That was one of the six visits. Yep. How many times? You know how many minutes we're going to waste arguing about whether something was a visit or not? Do you know what, though? I'm it's going to take 20 minutes. I, I agree, but I'm I'm actually kind of on board with this because especially during the playoffs, the catching visits to the mound became oh, ridiculous. Oh, I agree with you. I yeah. don't mind the catching and the pitching. Oh, but Brian McCann was terrible in the World Series. That's what I mean. Yeah, it was but let's not. In the World Series doing that. Let, by the way, I mean attacked by crows here. They might not like they're being allowed. <laughs> oh, the mayor but would love that. He loves let's, crows. Let's let's not include the consult the whether the third baseman is actually having a trip to the mound or not. So you're, what you're saying is when Sano comes up to Burrios and goes, hey, go get him, kid. That's yeah, not a visit. Yeah, that can't be a visit. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to argue about whether it's a visit or not. I can guarantee you. You know who might be a violator, though, is your guy, Eddie. Escobar. He likes to go to the mound yes, and chat. Yes, he does. Yeah, especially when Brios is pitching. <laughs> but the other the other thing is uh the, we're going to now this year boy we really mean it. 205 between innings unless it's the the uh unless it's what? It's 205 on local TV it's 205, on national TV it's 250 225 between innings and on on postseason games, it's two fifty-five. I was going to say I thought it was three ten, but yeah, you're you're probably well, right. Well, maybe it's three. But we've done this before, right? Yes. Didn't they tell us five years ago? They told us we're going to have two minutes, two minutes and ten seconds between innings, well, and then you know. And the other rule, Pat, that that's already in place that isn't enforced is the the batter's box rule. There's a rule yes. that the the batter cannot leave the box, and the umpires and, refuse to enforce it. And what is the poor, sorry umpire supposed to do? Do we now have an umpire with a clock? Yeah. Does that mean ejection? Does that mean the pitcher has yeah. to come out of the game? Yeah. And there's no penalties for balls. The balls and strike penalties. My, I gotta close the curtains here. There's a thousand. <laughs> They're taking here. over. <laughs> They're attacking. What do you got? Me. You got pistachio nuts all over I the place, got, or I what? I got nothing. 
I got George has got him upset when he's out on the thing. They're coming after me. <laughs> big, big, mean, nasty-looking crows. But it's it's this is not going to work because they told us they were going to do this between innings times before. So here's the deal: you can throw as many warm-up pitches as you want, but 20 seconds. But your last one has to be 20 seconds before the inning breaks, and then you have to be ready to pitch. So is the umpire going to sit there and look at his watch and see when it's a hundred uh, a minute and forty five seconds and say, "Okay, stop! You can't throw anymore." Yeah, and I wonder what kind too- of pressure. It's enough. It's hard enough to umpire a game without this. And the other thing to get rid of the del- replay delays, they're going to have s- a much better system to getting slow mo oh, yeah. replays oh, to the uh, guys in the games. Oh God, there's. Are they going to even be able to keep track of, like, and Pat, you kind of alluded to it already with just, like, you know, after after the ball gets thrown around after a play, you know, yeah, Andy Escobar exactly. goes over to Berrios. But are the umpires, are they going to be paying attention to actual, like, mound visits? So when a team gets to five, are they going to be paying enough attention to know that, okay, yeah. number well, six gonna is have number to have six. It. It's going to have to be on the scoreboard, like baseball, like, Timeouts in basketball. So right? we'll see like a little MV a for six. mound visits, and then yeah. they're out of visits. They're out of visits. <laughs> Do you get an extra visit when you go to extra innings? Oh, we, good call. Like an I extra timeout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. get an extra time. You get two timeouts in uh, in overtime in basketball. Right. Molitor you know, heads uh, back to the dugout. The Twins have just one mound one visit remaining. Again. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Here's that's, what's going to happen. Here's that's my prediction. Be part of the drama. Here's what's going to happen. This isn't a mound visit. I'm checking him for injury. Oh, yeah. That's what's yes. going to happen. Uh, yeah. And the other thing is the hitters or the pitchers got to, you know, they have to throw in a timely manner unless they're cleaning their spikes out. That doesn't, you're going to see more spike cleaning than you've ever seen in your life. Hey, right? Eddie, come clean my spike. And then the trainer has to come out and give him the deal to clean the spikes with. Yep. So, uh, you know, then will that be a visit? I'm predicting eight ejections for Gardy, arguing <laughs> yeah. about whether the other team made a visit or if his should not count as a visit, right? Yes, but again, I, I'm okay with not having four-hour and 20-minute oh, yeah. nine-inning playoff we games. Yes, we can't but, have the Brian McCann stuff anymore, and we not, can't have the Dusty Baker stuff anymore. No, no. And the replay is the one that drives me nuts. I'm the umpire. There's a close play. I look at Paul Molitor. And he either gives me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. No, you can't. If the play is so close, I disagree. He doesn't want to dispute it. Then you go on. Here, right? here. Because that will eliminate the guy. Ooh, he kept his glove on him. I think he left second base. Oh yes, he's four centimeters off second. You're out. It's oh, I'm gonna have a Tom Powers moment. You here. almost did, yeah. <laughs> I almost did. They drive me crazy. This game, they've never made a decision like this that actually worked uh, in in the in its first form, right? They've, they've turned it in. Every time they do something like this, it becomes a clown show, and then they say, <laughs> "Well, we'll adjust him. The players are just they don't know what." They have their first exhibition game Friday, and they they're giving them these rules now. I wonder in the exhibition games we cannot you you bring in some wild ass kid, but you can't go out and visit him because your visits have been expired now. All right, so we haven't done this in a while. It's long overdue. Not that he needs to channel any other cantankerous sports writer, but feeling extra salty 
We now present Royce's Tom Powers moment. <laughs> Somebody asked me today, where's Powers? And I said, I don't know where he is, but he's mad. I know that. <laughs> All right, we shall return. See what Johnny Height. Uh, get, Johnny Height will give us an update on the Road Warriors, the Wild. Johnny Height, how about them Wild, baby? Day game. And we're oh. over 70 points now. Yes. Uh, this mm-hmm. update will tell you about the Wild in just a moment. Let me tell you, first of all, this update sponsored by Walgreens. So That's you, nice of them. Switch your Medicare Part D prescriptions to Walgreens and start saving today with co-pays as low as $0 on select plans with Tier 1 generics. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Matt Cullen, Tyler Ennis scoring in the Wild's three-goal second Tyler period. Ennis, he gets a goal about <laughs> once every six months, doesn't he? Well, How many has he got? Four, maybe? Well, I don't know. Okay. Wilder beat uh, the Islanders 5-3 to three today. Jason Zucker added two goals. Where's he? He's got to be 30, does he? Uh, he was at 26 or 8 last week, okay. so yes, you're probably oh, okay. correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Dubnik stopped 32 shots. The Wilder at New Jersey on Thursday night. Middle game of a three-game trip to New York that concludes against the Rangers on Friday. Are the, are the Islanders still paying Rick, Rick, uh, Rick DiPietro's contract? <laughs> It was a 15-year deal, so yeah, probably got to be within the last 15 years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> At the Olympics, the U.S. women scored twice in the first period, twice in the second, rolled over Finland, five zip. They Johnny, pushed. I read about that. This morning at about six thirty. Well, so did I. It's, mm-hmm. it's the tough part about the, the prime time preview. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm predicting that they play Canada for the gold medal. Well, you are correct, actually, because Canada beat the Olympic athletes from Russia five to nothing. Okay, so so they both won five zero. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, but this is basically like you predicting St. Thomas is going to play Mountain <laughs> Union in the D three championship game, <laughs> or or say, you know, or or at least be there. Just know. do us a favor and don't predict us to win. We don't need the Roycey curse on this one. <laughs> Was it the last time they choked? That they had the goal lead down the stretch. They had a two goal lead and puked. Yeah, you're right. I think so. The uh, they always win the world championship, but they haven't won a gold medal since '94. '98 so. uh, actually, or '98. I'm sorry, '98 okay. Nagano Olympics. The last time the U.S. won gold, Canadians won four straight gold medals. Uh, that title game uh, is 10:10 our time on Wednesday in the evening. Ugh. Ten minutes after 10 o'clock. At night or morning? P.M. Okay. Night. Okay. Any update on the wardrobe malfunction at all, John? Yeah, well, I do have some, sure. <laughs> what Let's happened? Oh, you missed it, huh? French ice dancer. You had one hanging out, Pat. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> no. I know. It was worse, like... than, uh, worse than uh, Janet Jackson, huh? Oh, it was like Vegas, nudes on ice. It was fantastic. <laughs> French ice dancer, Gabriella. DVR's getting working overtime all over no. the country. Gabriella Papadakis suffered a wardrobe issue She's during. She's not a Frenchman named Papadakis, for it's God's sake. Greek, sakes. right? Yeah. I think so. Uh, she, uh, it happened during her short dance figure skating routine with partner Guillaume Sierzwan. Oh, a, him. Sure. When a clasp on her costume. Can't trust him. <laughs> a clasp on her costume became unhooked. Her left breast was exposed on live television. She, and she had con- one hanging out. Continued <laughs> her dance number. For how long? Well, it uh, continued through uh, much she, of the deal. But she kept trying to hold her top up. And yes. if she was a true champion, she would have just ripped the whole top off. <laughs> 
gone on without it. Yes. There's no way you lose. Yeah, of course she is. There's no way you lose then. Uh, the she best, does. though, is the NBC cameraman. They did the slow-mo, then they did the super slow-mo, yeah. pretending not to know what was going oh, on. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She told the reporters. And, she, and her score was 14 on a scale of 10. <laughs> right. uh, she told reporters afterwards, it was pretty distracting, kind of my worst nightmare. I told myself, I don't have a choice. I have to keep going, so that's what we did. Had a girl. Papadakis said she felt the class become undone almost immediately and tried praying throughout the routine. The French duo stayed relatively calm throughout the program, ended up with an 81.93 score that landed them in second behind Canada's Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore. So was this preliminary round or was this the finals? Uh, this was prelims. Was, was, Johnny, right? was Johnny calling the uh, competition? I did not see it to be true. It would be fun to hear, hear his reaction. <laughs> He wouldn't, have excited, wouldn't have excited Johnny in the least. No, but he would have. He would have liked it better if the guy was showing his breasts. Yeah, so. no, but he he would have he would have had something hilarious to say. Oh he yeah, that's does. true. He is pretty funny. Like, oop, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> A baseball note: uh, We've uh, just in the last few minutes. Apparently, it is finalized now. J.D. Martinez. And the Red Sox agreeing on a five. You knew that was going to happen yeah. eventually. Five-year deal with the player option after year two, and uh, there's no concrete numbers yet. Uh, but Bob Nightingale reports it's at least 21 mil per year for okay. the five-year deals. So uh, he kept uh, threatening to go elsewhere, but uh, the Red Sox apparently there was a very contentious uh, press session today between Red Sox ownership and uh, the uh, the surly media of the Red Sox. On about day how they hadn't one, done it. well, they, hadn't, they haven't done it. They had until today. They hadn't done a damn thing to help this team. And meanwhile, the Yankees get Giancarlo. You know. So. Yeah. So All right, Johnny. Thank you. You bet. Gentlemen, what do you think? Did Bryant McKinney have the love bus out in L.A. this weekend and uh, Jimmy Butler climbed on board? What happened here? I think uh, my guess is that uh, Jimmy was probably a little bit overserved at a party the night before, and uh, you know, just probably didn't fill up to He's, didn't he, fill up to playing in the game. He didn't practice on Saturday either, though. They said he didn't. Uh, he hadn't practiced. I guess they had a practice on Saturday. You know, he didn't, he didn't practice. But I don't know if it's necessarily cocktails. I think it might just be sleep. You know, I think there might have been better things to do when you're an NBA guy in L.A. On All Star Weekend, don't you? I say, God bless him. Take advantage, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, the one thing you can say is the Timberwolves were one of four teams in the league that played on Thursday night. Yeah, everybody else, you know, was and they like, played them as as far as I know, they played the most games in the league. Yes, too. they have. And Cleveland had, you know, LeBron had finished on Tuesday. He was over. So, but <laughs> I think Jimmy. Is quite the character. Oh, I love him. And I, I love think, him. and I think Jimmy is, you know, his best pal. One of his best pals is Antonio Brown, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think those guys are doing? Going to church together? I got a hunch. <laughs> I got a hunch. Antonio might have been out for All Star Weekend too, don't you think? I think there could have been. I would guess so. Yeah. I think they would have had some appointments to make there on the weekend. But you know, I think I think this is a fantastic moment in Minnesota sports history. Jimmy says, "Ah, forget it." I and think. he's literally the only 
member, the only of the 24 players, to not play in the game. No, that's what, and, that's what's and, and they didn't make, D'Antonio didn't make any excuse for him. He said, yeah, he didn't want to play. He said he, said he was tired, so you know, You are raising something very crucial to our glossary of uh, chronicling things in Viking history. Brian McKinney getting kicked off the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl team. team. I don't <laughs> think it's nearly enough attention that it should. Because this that's, is a love boat. The love, uh, love bus, love bus, right? Was it the, the love, love bus? Yeah, the love bus. Because he, he had the he, love bus. He hit a guy with a parking. Was it a stop sign arm? The 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 stand that the stop sign I sits on. Yeah. So. yeah, and that was <laughs> 09, right? That was because because yeah. the uh, the got, Pro yeah, Bowl was in Miami well, that year. I think. Yeah, and it's down in his hometown, and he's got to entertain the fellas. Could you he, imagine he being on that bus? bus. He gives the love bus, and they're going up and down the, you know, Brian Miami McKinney, Beach man. area, going to all the clubs, and uh, and you know, Brian, what you do at home? Got kicked off the Pro Bowl. <laughs> he didn't make. Well, he didn't make practices, right? Oh he like skip practices and stuff. Jimmy just shows on. Yeah, you know, I'm you, good. You know, you got you got. 12 great players here. You got 11 guys to share minutes with. Go ahead and go get them, boys. You know, so I'm fine. And uh, But, man, it's hysterical. I'm sure there's some Timberwolf fans who want to make a big deal out of it, but I think it's hilarious. Well, sure, and of course, but, when the game means absolutely nothing, you can't, how can you get mad about that? Come on. I did yeah. say, though, on Twitter, I think this could... You know, when he, if he he becomes a free agent after next season and two teams that you thought might go after him, the Lakers and the Clippers, they probably have second thoughts now that maybe he can't handle the L.A. nightlife, right? Maybe. Maybe well, Jimmy I don't know can't. If that'll deter you know, them away from no, too no, much, but, but maybe they say, "Oh, we could, Jimmy gets it. Jimmy's got too many friends. This is too big a city. There's too much <laughs> going on here. Jimmy belongs in Minneapolis." You know. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it's uh, now I didn't watch it. I uh, I don't watch him, but apparently it was it was, fine. A, it was a little better than uh, most recent uh, All Star yeah, games. They and, actually tried to guard each other a little bit. Yeah, they there was there was some you know they were contesting shots and everything, and it got I mean. They got down to about two minutes left, and, you know, it was a tight, close game, and everybody really got, you know, really, really serious at the end. So that was that was Yeah, good. they guarded the hell out of Steph at the end, right? One yeah. thing, though, that I thought was a bit dumb was they announced who the first two picks were when right. when LeBron chose Kevin Durant and then Stephen chose your guy, Atutacumpo. Yep. And then they we don't want to show the rest because we don't want anybody's feelings getting hurt as to who was picked last. But Come they on. did say, but Silver did say next year they're going to televise it. Because yeah, I would th- people would watch that, wouldn't yeah. they? Sure, they sure as hell watch it more than the lottery balls. For God's sake! In fact, we they? could be the home of the NBA All Star <laughs> Game All-Star selection, selection show. show. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll yeah, we'll it pick it up. You can do it with us, but. Uh, uh, the trouble with them when they do these games, though, is keep it. Now, at basketball, it's probably not quite as hard to figure out who's playing for who. But when hockey tried this, you didn't know who the hell was playing on what team. You know, right, because they, you just don't had, know. With hockey, you just don't know who all the players no, are anyway. You're saying, okay, who's there from the wild and which team are they playing on? You know, that's. Yeah. that's and I, I actually did watch about three minutes last night, and I didn't know who the hell was playing for who. So I knew that Towns. And I thought Butler, but I knew that Towns was playing for Steph. But uh, 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 Jimmy, uh, the, the, I'm 
I must have been snoring by the time the game was over because I didn't know Jimmy didn't deign to get off the bench and play. Nope. I did think not it's play hysterical. at all. Bigger, though, I did you get... where, uh, uh, Did Corzo rip Tibbs because of it? Maybe it's Tibbs' fault, right? Too many minutes? Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't It was hard it. to keep track of Corzo's ripping of Tibbs on Friday. <laughs> Tibbs and Wiggins, yeah. yeah. But did you guys see uh, Barkley, by the way, talk about Fergie? Oh, yes. <laughs> Says he had to get a cigarette afterwards. It was... Well, I... I you know, it was a memorable anthem. How many of them are memorable? It was memorable. She's I apologized, by the way. Why? For torching she, it up? She said that uh, <laughs> she tried to get too creative, and, and she's sorry that it, she tried her best. She's playing that whole, I did my best, oh. don't hate me, you know, kind somebody of Somebody said it's, I, I, I supported her, and somebody says, yeah, if it would have been any good, but she sounded like you're drunk on no, Christmas. The best tweet in, regard, in, in reaction to that was uh, somebody said, this anthem's making Colin Kaepernick stand up. <laughs> yes. I thought hey, that was, was pretty uh, funny. Her and uh, uh, the, uh, Josh Jamel. Are they split? I think they did split up. Did they, they really? Yeah. yeah, they were married a long time. I, 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 I don't know if they split. They used to come up to Minot every once in a while, and it was a big occasion. They uh, they would occasionally drink in a bar that not my friend owned the building. He didn't own the bar, but he owned the building and leased it. The barley oh, and pop. the locals would all they show up. To, I bet they liked to drink in the barley pop. Nice, which uh, was just a little old rednecky bar there, and they 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 loved it when Fergie and uh, Josh came to town. Speaking so. of anthems, going back to that very quickly, and obviously Fergie's whatever rendition of the national anthem that was was the big talker. But I don't know if you either of you guys saw it. Bare Naked Ladies did the Canadian anthem too, and they were it. they were not good either. Oh, really? <laughs> they were not good either. And but that mm-hmm. hasn't been. I mean, because Fergie was so bad that she mm-hmm. kind of got all the attention. But I didn't. I didn't think Bare Naked Ladies did a very good job with. The I Canadian don't know. Anthem I said as I said earlier, it was like uh, uh, the uh, it was like Michelle Pfeiffer and the Fabulous Baker Boys crawling around crossing the piano. I thought it was great. <laughs> it was fantastic. All right, we'll be back. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day in history. Patrick? I didn't have my brakes. didn't have my wheels down. And I had nothing to slow me down. All I'm thinking about is getting on the deck. And I never will forget, as I was coming in, I'm on fire. 30 feet of fire going up behind my ass, see? And I hit the runway, and I skidded one mile up the runway. And if I ever prayed in my life, the only was a Christ. It's the time old Teddy Ballgame needs you. <laughs> That's Ted Williams talking about. Uh, actually, we fudged a little since I got fired from Saturday's sports talk. Uh, I couldn't talk about this. February 17, 1953, he's, he, got re, he, recruit, uh, he got brought back into the Marine Corps to be a fighter pilot just as he'd been in World War II. And uh, 10 months later, he was in Korea. And on February 17, 1953, only 13 days after his arrival in Korea, he was uh, flying low over his target, a troop encampment, when he lost sight of the plane in front of him. He dropped down to regain visual contact, went too low, and North Korean soldiers in the encampment in the encampment blasted him with small arms fire. He lost his landing gear, blah, blah, blah. And as you can tell it, as you can tell from that, Ted ended up with crash uh, crash landing. So next day, guess what he was doing? Flying another uh, mission. 
Adventure X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.